This is The VO Life, positive conversations about living the voiceover life. Inside into the business and day-to-day grind of being a regular Joe VO. From the humble beginnings to the finally hitting a new level to getting that first big client. It's all about that VO life. Here's your host, Troy Holden. Hey, 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 and good morning. It is. It's a, it's a beautiful morning here in Tennessee. And welcome to the VO Life. It's Troy Holden here, your blue-collar voice of choice, having a, a Saturday morning cup of coffee after a disaster on uh, my washing machine. Uh, I put a load in this morning, and um, the the drain hose popped off. And I'm sitting in there enjoying my coffee in the kitchen, and I hear water splattering. And I'm like, that that's not supposed to sound that way. And I go running down in the laundry room because why? It's only about 12 feet away from my booth and I don't want my booth flooded and I don't want everything down here to anything down here to get wet, of course. So I have to go flying down there and unplug the washer really quick and and it just literally popped off the back of the washing machine. So, you know, it was real easy to put it back on, but boy, did it dump a lot of water in a hurry. But, uh, yeah, that's squared away. We all have life issues, life problems. It's what we deal with, right? I mean, we're not all superheroes or anything. We're just voiceover folks that work at home and deal with everything that everybody else deals with. We're human, very human. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about agents and agencies and and even management because there is a difference in being with a booking agent or being with a talent management company and how those are handled. But we're going to focus on the agent side today um, because in, you know, in voiceover, you've got so many different streams of income that you can have. And one of those would be agents and agencies. Um, But in reality, when you look at some of the people who are making a lot of money in voiceover, you'll hear them say that usually less than 5 to 10%, and I've heard some say as low as 3% of their total income annually came from agency bookings. Um, so you're thinking, well, if it's that small of an amount, do I really need an agent? And we'll get into that as well. Because you guys know I preach diversity. I really believe you should have your income streams going into a funnel and it's going into your VO career. And that diversity is what will make you stronger. Because if one thing is slow or one thing fails or something happens with one of those, you've got the other several, you know, to keep you going. How does that work? Well, in diversity, you know, you want to have uh, your platforms, you want to have your direct work, you want to have your agents. Um, but how you spread that is up to you. A lot of people do not want to be on Fiverr. They don't want to start on Fiverr. It's, it's, excuse me, it's the dirty word of voiceover sometimes, but, um, no, you cannot survive on there for what you'll start out at. There's no way. I mean, if, if I were still doing any jobs on there at all, at the rates I did them at two years ago, I, I, I just couldn't do it. I mean, I know better. I didn't know better then. It was just a way to learn, uh, a tough way. But if you're diversified out and you're on, and I'll just name a bunch of names. I'm not saying I am or I'm not on them. I'm just naming stuff because you can relate. 
Voices.com, Voices123, Backstage, Upwork, Fiverr, People Per Hour, Voquent, VO Bunny. Uh, there's many, many, many more. Um, but what's, what's going to happen is you're going to start eventually getting busier. Even if you're part-time, you're going to start getting busier, and you've got to make a decision as to how many of these you can realistically manage because many or, or, or most of those require auditions. How many can you do and do them well and what's your return? So you need to track that, in my opinion, especially if you're part-time. Track where, where all this is coming from. You need to know because you need to know where you want to invest it as you go along. Let's say after a year you look back and I only got 1% from this and 2% from that. Well, maybe you should drop that. You're getting 25 or 30 from other things and put your focus on the ones that are actually generating income. Now, I will say that uh, as hard as some people dog Fiverr, now I will say on Fiverr, if you're set up correctly and you're getting business there and it's good price business, it's the easiest thing to manage because it just comes in. You don't do anything. Yes, you do. You're managing your keywords. You're changing your thumbnails. But you know what I'm saying? The work comes to you. You don't have to go chase it. You don't have to audition. Sometimes someone might ask for a sample, but gosh, I very seldom have anyone ask for a sample. They hear what they like and they place their order. And with me now, it's it's usually a pretty good order. Um, Every now and then I get one just for a low word count and it's low money and they don't buy any rights. But I almost always go back and challenge that uh, unless I see what they ordered and go, yeah, that's probably not going anywhere. It's personal use. So you have to make the decisions down the road as to what you can wean off, just as you have to do with low-paying customers. You have to wean those off. You can't do that stuff for long because, A, you'll get burnt out, and, B, you're going to get aggravated and frustrated. You know. So as you grow, keep in mind, you probably can't manage 10 different platforms. You're going to have to get it down to three or five or whatever because you need time to do direct marketing, and you need time to audition for agents if you have them. So let's get into the meat and potatoes of the agent. First, when do you need an agent? I don't think you need one early on because you're learning the craft. And the chances of you getting one are going to be even slimmer uh, you know, at that time because, A, you don't have exposure, you don't have the knowledge, you're not... Uh, interacting with a, a ton of people that may could refer you. And I will tell you that's coming up here in a minute. R- referrals are the number one way to get good agents, um, either through your coaches or through fellow voice actors who go, you know what, they're pretty darn good. I, you know, I'm going to recommend them. And that's the, the big thing. Yes, you can send your demo out and you can do that. But if you're fairly new, don't do that. You're not ready to do that. I'm not being critical. You may have went and got a professional demo and that thing will walk the walk when you send it to an agent. But maybe you're not ready for the workload or maybe you can't reply to the audition or maybe you're not available for that live direct during the day. That's the other thing about agents. Um, 75, 80%, probably more of what they're going to need from you will happen uh, during the day. And if you're on another job during the day, that's not going to work. So just be sure everything is set up. The other thing is they will, if they're worth their salt, they're going to test you uh, as far as your sound, your booth, your your noise floor, everything. Uh, both agents that I signed with um, last year 
tested me, tested my sound. Uh, they got me on Source Connect, wanted to make sure I had Source Connect. They brought me on to Source Connect. They recorded, talked to me. Their engineer was on there and verified, yep, his sound's good. Um, his noise floor is good. He's definitely in a booth. It looks great. And then you were approved, and then you got your contract. How many uh, of these you can juggle will be up to you as you launch into a full-time career. I, I don't know that I'd even have more than one uh, if I were part-time and I'm not even sure that I'd want to attempt having one just because all that stuff needs to happen during the day. Um, but as you get into it, as you grow, yes, you know, you, you definitely want them. Why? If it's only 3 to 5% of the business, why do, why do I want them? Why, why do I need them? What are they good for? A, it's where the big paying jobs are usually. B, it really looks good on your bio and your resume. And C, it gives you credibility even on the platforms because you can mention your affiliations in your bios there. So you're getting credibility. If you've got a couple of three agents, that's some credibility, especially if they're known agencies. Now, if it's you know, Billy Bob's voiceovers in uh, Dirt Dauber, Texas, uh, maybe not. But if it's a well-known group, yes, and you definitely want to put it out there. So what does the agent do? What do they do for you? A, they take 20%, uh, pretty much. <laughs> That's just what they do. This is non-union work, and they take 20%. Um, B, they will send you good auditions, usually uh, very good paying auditions for not very long uh, reads. And the beauty of that is, you know, the pay, of course. Um, my, my one job I've gotten so far through uh, the talent group was six words and it paid um, $815. That's great, you know. But here's the downside with them. It's not like these platforms. You're not going to get a, uh, the, the check next week. You're not going to see that money for a while. So if you're counting on that, don't count on it because it may not show up for 30, 45, 60, or longer days. Um, it just takes a while because that project has to be finished. It has to go out and it all gets approved, and then the agent will get paid, usually net 30, 30 days later, if they're lucky, and then they'll pay you. They're not going to pay you till they get paid. You know, so it takes a little time. So it's not like, well, I did all that work this week, and I can go in now to the site, and I can click this button, and I can release all my funds. Nope, doesn't work that way. Check's in the mail, <laughs> and you get it when you get it. So that's kind of the way that works. It's way slower getting paid. The VO Live is brought to you by Zencaster. No, really. It's recorded on Zencaster. So it's truly brought to you by Zencaster. We'll be right back with more of the VO Live. I think he went to the outhouse for a minute, but he will be back. You've been in voiceover for a year or so, and your demo just isn't showcasing your voice. You've sort of outgrown it but you're not ready to pay for a pro demo just yet. It's the $5 Grande Nachos, only at Taco Bell. 
Well, I offer demo packages that are reasonable and have custom scripts based on your likes. So we get a demo that's about the things you believe in. No doubt, everyone loves Dr. Squatch and they want to share it with everyone else. Just be cool about it. Like, don't share it in your bathtub. That's just awkward. No matter how close you and your neighbor are, don't do that. And then I help you through those reads and we get the best of those spots and create a really nice demo. Better music, better effects, better spots that are suited to your voice styling. From shady IPAs to box, we've got a beer for every spirit and every moment. Lining Kugel Brewery, Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. This is not a hotel. It's the idea that travel needs to be brilliant and spaces as expansive as your imagination and surprises that just keep pleasing you. Marriott, travel brilliantly. It's not a pro demo. Don't let me mislead you, but I guarantee it's a step up and a step forward. Visit my website, troyholdenvoices.com, for more information. Now, now back, back to the VO Life with Troy, Troy Holden. Holden. So uh, let's talk about the reality of the numbers in the auditions. Agent A has this great audition that comes to you. All right, so everybody at Agent A that is a fit for that is also getting it. And the roster on one of the places I'm at is pretty large. So let's say 40 people get that audition. And I'm, narr- I'm, I'm being small on that number. Well, also remember that Agent B, C, D, E, and F probably also got that audition from the same company in a different part of the country. So they're also sending it out to 40, 50, 80 hundred people. So you may be competing not against just the 40 at your agency, but against 400 at other agencies. Yeah. So some of those agencies will, they will pick. These are our 10 best and, you know, they'll send these 10 best to the client or the client may tell them we only want five, we want 10 or whatever. And if you don't knock it out of the park in the first three seconds, you're done. That quick. You better be different on the front end or you're done. I promise you, they're not going any further. If you hook them in the first three or four seconds, they hit the button and they say, put that one in the favorite pile and we'll come back to it. I like that one. And then they may come back to 30 that they favorited out of all those hundreds or hundred or however many. And then they start listening all the way through to see who's really, really good. So if you think it's hard on Voices.com, and I do at times because I, I, hit, I hit dry spells there as much as anywhere else and as much as anybody else does. If it's dry and hard there, imagine when you're going up against other agencies and other people in your own agency who are fantastic because the agency did not put them on the roster just to fill up a roster. Um, Yeah. So your likelihood there is tough. Once you start booking and they figure out what you book, it gets easier and better, but that takes some time. That may take a couple of years, and you may think, I've been with this agent almost two years, and I've booked one thing, or I've not booked anything. wonder why they still keep me. Because your niche may come into play. It just may. You know, 
whatever it is you start, if you win and you start winning some things, it'll happen. I've heard stories of people that were with agents for two years and got nothing, and all of a sudden, because they had gotten with the right coaching, they started booking. Bang, bang, bang. It's the way it works. So, A, gosh, how many times have I said this in 60 episodes? Go get a coach. Get coaching. Spend the money on coaching. Treat your room. Get the coaching. Quit worrying about getting the best mic and the best this and that. Get your mechanics, get your specifics, get all of that working. Then you can go get the other stuff because you'll be able to make money because you're good at it. But if you got all the other stuff and you don't know what to do with it, you're not going to make money, right? Go get me a stethoscope and I can stick it in my ear, but that don't make me a doctor. You know, give me a microphone, sit it on the table, hook it up to the PC. That don't make me a voice actor. Get the training first and foremost as I preach it over and over, and I'm sorry I do. So, uh, yes, agents are important. Agents can give you credibility. Agents can eventually get you good work. Do you need to rely on them for everything? No. Um, how many do you need to have? You know, that's a good question because I don't have the answer to that yet. I'm working on that. I have two, and I'm interviewing for my third. They are... Uh, are all on this side of the country. I have not ventured to any big agencies. These are all mid-sized regional agencies, and that's where I'm focusing. I'm trying to get in certain areas, and oddly, two of them are north of here, and oddly, that's one of them I got work from. The one that's in the south I'm not getting anything yet. I think I'm getting close, though. Uh, the, I can tell by the types of auditions they're sending me. They know what to send me now. At first, they kind of they weren't sure. And then now, you know, they are. Uh, but they're fantastic to work with. I, I love their people. They're so responsive and so nice. Um, and, and really, both of them are. Um, I've talked to the owner of one of them, uh, the one up north uh, that I'm with, and just fantastic. Called me on a, like a Friday night to walk me through the uh, the process of how the payment schemes work and how, you know, uh, uh, and he was even saying, you know, because I live close to the area that this spot was going to play, he said, if you happen to see that on TV or a relative does, let us know because they're not buying TV rights. They're only buying radio rights. And and they were making a video and putting it on the internet too. They paid for that, but but he was just saying, you know, places sometimes will slip something in and not tell them. But he he explained a lot to me. Spent about thirty minutes explaining things how it works through agencies. And and I you know he said I understand you haven't been with an agent, and I just want to go over all this with you. Maybe it'll help. And it was it was fantastic. Um, but how many you need, I don't I don't know. Uh, is one good? Is two too many? Is three not enough? <laughs> I don't know yet. I would I would look at it this way. If you had two very, what will we call them, premier agencies, if you're with two of the big dogs, and, you know, if you've researched this, you can pick those out. You know who they are and where they are. You're in New York, California. Uh, if you're with a couple of those. If you're with one or two of those, I would have to guess maybe that's enough because the repetitive type work you should probably be getting uh, would be wonderful. But to me, these regional things, I, I don't see where it hurts you to have a handful, whether it be three or five or whatever, 
because they're not competing with each other if they're spread out. Now, the one I'm interviewing with uh, this next week has an agreement with the other one that even though they have exclusive rights for me in Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, they have agreements with this agency, doesn't matter. Uh, you can sign them there and we won't interfere with each other. It's okay. And they have that agreement. So I had to find that out before I could uh, set up the interview because they ask, are you with another agent that has exclusive rights in Ohio? And I was like, yes. And well, who is it? And I told them and they said, oh, no problem. We have an agreement with them. Let's go ahead and set your interview up, even though this is in Louisville, Kentucky you know, where the agency is. Uh, they also have two other offices. So, um, yeah, it's exciting. It, it And I think it's great to have it on your, your resume, your bio. You got pictures of the agency's logo. You know, I'm currently represented by these agencies and, you know, and you can put under them what states if there's stuff tied to that. So I think that's great. Um, more money, yes. More exposure, yes. Uh, good for your resume, absolutely. Um, your likelihood of winning a lot of work from them, not high. Uh, what percentage of your, your work would it be? Three to five percent. That seems to be average from what I hear, what I read, what I've researched, even my own. Uh, probably less than that for me right now because, um, you know, it's only been the one book job, but ask me in two years. Um, and just, just remember, Diversity is key. You're feeding a funnel of income. Feed that funnel with a lot of things just in case something gets cut off. What if you're on a certain platform and you make one of their major terms of service boo-boos? You're gone. They, they just tell you, we're, we're striking you. You can't, come, you can't be here anymore. And what if that's 60% of your income? That's scary because, well... A, you're going to have to really hustle on the other stuff now. You're going to have to really get out there and hustle on it. But it's a lot better to have it diversified where if one thing falls off, it's only 5% or 10%. You can get that back, right? Well, I hope you can. That's what we always hope, that we can get it back. And, uh, you know, that's about all I know about the agency thing. I'm not, uh, I'm not super smart with all this stuff i'm sharing with you what i know and my experience i'm not giving you solid legal advice or anything like that that's not my thing i'm just sharing with you what i have dealt with what i know what i've learned what i've dug up so you don't have to go research it maybe it'll help but hey go research on your own too and make your own decisions this is just me in my little uh, venture that I'm in call this video life. All right. Well, hey, everybody have a good week. I wanted to cut this one a little shorter. I'm close. I meant to stop at 20 minutes, but we're close. But uh, have a great one. And uh, I'm going to turn it over to my good friend, Morgan Freeman. This has been the VO Life with Troy Holden. If you'd like to consult with Troy one-on-one, -on -one, visit his website and schedule time at TroyHoldenVoices.com. Join the VO Live Facebook page and interact with other new voice talent. Join the VO Workouts or the Midweek Meetup on the VO Live page events. And be sure and leave a review on Apple and let us know what you'd like us to cover on the podcast. You can also get all of the episodes on Troy's YouTube page. Just search for Troy Holden Voices. That boy is everywhere. TikTok, 
Instagram, LinkedIn. Next thing you know, he'll have a streaming TV show. God forbid. And I will. 